Are you searching for the perfect family home? Look no further than 715 Burrett Avenue in Buffalo. Three-bedroom, two-bath home with large fenced yards. Located close to schools on a corner lot and there's more. Enjoy the convenience of an automatic sprinkler system, mature landscaping with fruit trees, and a greenhouse for all your gardening adventures. Interested in 715 Burrett Avenue in Buffalo? Call Dolly Bellis at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. First Federal Bank and Trust presents the return of Dining for a Cause at Smith Alley Brewing on Monday, January 22nd from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our goal is to support local restaurants and nonprofits. On January 22nd, help us support the incredible work of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. First Federal will match the restaurant's proceeds from that day up to $10,000. Dining for a Cause, Monday, January 22nd at Smith Alley Brewing, with proceeds benefiting Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. Dining for a Cause, presented by First Federal Bank and This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning I am joined by Hub on Smith Support Center Manager, uh, not Helene. 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 Helene McRae and District Coordinator for the AARP Tax Aid Program, Janet Nisdill. Good morning, ladies. And Helene, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. I need you to lean in pretty close to those microphones, ladies. Sorry, go ahead and pull them as close as you can to you. Okay. There you go. And when you speak into them, just speak right down the pike. All right. How was your holiday season? It was great. My son and his new wife came and stayed with us. And so we got to spend time with them. You got the family Christmas. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was very wonderful. Yeah. Those are always so great, aren't they? I got to be able to do the same thing. Went over to Minnesota. It was a heck of a drive, 12 hours. Uh, But uh, we did it pretty well. And believe it or not, with three dogs in the bag. (laughs) My wife's an animal lover. Um, But they all did fantastic. I was actually rather impressed with my dogs this year. How about you, Janet? How was your holiday? I had a wonderful holiday season. We went down and spent uh, six weeks with my sister-in-law in in Vegas, and we took our dog also. She did (laughs) excellent. She had no room in the car. It was just packed to the max, but it was very nice, wonderful weather. So happy to get home. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say I absolutely love visiting you know, uh, it's great to catch up, but man, mm-hmm. climbing into your own bed at night, there's something special about that. <laughs> it's very true. My wife and I just bought this brand new couch too, and uh, it's got uh, push button reclining. And when we very got nice. home, that was one of the first places my butt hit right there, <laughs> just kind of reclined back. That's ah, funny. We knew we were home. Yes. Now, uh, what about resolutions for the new year, Janet? Are you the type of person that does that, or have you kind of... I've given up. You've... <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. You and I belong to the same club, my friend, <laughs> where I just... I've stopped lying to myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. My resolution was not to eat so many cookies, so I didn't have to make a resolution, and I did well at that. Oh, fantastic. Oh, there you go. That's very good. I wish I could do that, but yeah. uh, instead I asked my wife to pick me up more snacks at uh, uh, the store when she went there yesterday. How about you, Helene? Any any resolutions? You know, I do the same resolution 
every year. I want to eat more healthy. I want to get more exercise. I want to take more time to be, uh, you know, focus on my spiritual growth. And, you know, throughout the year, hits and misses. So that's normal. And and it really is, isn't it? I mean, it's one of those situations where it, it, I don't know if we could say it gets away from you, but self-care tends to kind of take a backseat to the rest of things in our lives. So important. Absolutely it is. Uh, My wife is great about that as well, kind of poking me, you know, hey, you need to do this, and you promised yourself that. So I didn't make any resolutions, but uh, there were some things that we discscussed going into the new year. Let's, uh, you know... Floyd's going to try and do this, put and he's going to <laughs> put the cookie down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, you know, I, I eat a whole ream at a time mm-hmm. and make myself sick from it. That's, that's I'd say, the biggest problem. Now, uh, what is one thing, and this is a question that uh, someone asked once, and I, I heard it, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. What is one thing that you should throw out this year that you haven't? Like that is, if we really think about it, what's one thing? And it can be anything. A lot of people have cords from old phones that they insist on keeping for some reason. Oh, now see, we don't have that problem in my house. Because my husband is so on top of the electronic stuff that it's, he's, it's, that's always good. So cords wouldn't be it. We're, we're pretty organized in I have a good one that I've been working on. I have sleep apnea, and Ooh. I have three old machines. Mm-hmm. I am going to get rid of those. Yeah. But I did find that somebody buys them, and they refurbish oh. them. So I'm going to call them this week and see, and if not, they're going in the trash. And that will be kind of a cleansing thing for Yes, me. <laughs> absolutely. And, Janet, I can understand. You want to keep that just in case one mm-hmm. fails. You've mm-hmm. got a backup, and you can mm-hmm. get a good night's sleep. I know exactly where you're coming from on that. But three? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you find out the information about the person who refurbishes them, I'd I'd love to have that at the sports center because we have the loan closet. And we do get those in, and we're always like, "Mm, I don't know. You can throw them away because they're very expensive. That would be great. Thank you. That's amazing. There we go. So we just set something up. We're going to get some people some help because those machines are expensive. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, I got a, a fellow uh, veteran. He has sleep apnea pretty bad. And he, his, so does his father. And they both have to wear the big mm-hmm. masks every night. So Yeah, they're uh, awful. They're but, t- yeah. But, but, uh, but you do feel better. But boy, you get a good night's sleep, mm-hmm. don't you? Exactly. So that's, that's actually a really good thing. And there you go. We'll have something else for the loan closet. And if you need it. Contact the hub on Smith. That's right. Some coordination going on right here at Sheridan Media. Now, <laughs> let's let's get down to brass tax, Janet. What is the tax aid program? Well, the tax aid program is a partnership between IRS and um, AARP, uh, and it's a foundation part of the AARP program, and they uh, coordinate efforts and resources and allow us to have computers, all of the material uh, we need, all the training we need for the program. And then the hub, thankfully, lets us come to their place and have uh, the taxes done. And we've had a really good relationship between all of those entities for a number of years, probably 30 at least. 
and uh, it's worked out really, really well. And over the years, we've had different um, places at the hub that we do the taxes, and but it's always been very well um, established and very comfortable for everybody. But the AARP program does the training, which we're in right now, to get all of the volunteers up to speed and certified and so everyone knows what they're doing by the time the tax season starts in February. Now, Helene, when someone approaches the hub, they, they want to go into the support center mm-hmm. to see the eligibility. How, how is it that the support, first off, let's just go ahead and establish what the support center is at the hub. So the support center is the place that um, we we all meet, and um, as the name implies, we work together. A person comes in, they tell us their story, and usually as they're telling us their story, we can glean out uh, where we can help mm-hmm. or what resources we can connect them with to meet whatever need they have. Um, that's that's what the support center does. It really connects people and partners with community members. Like the ARP is a wonderful organization. So that that's really what we do. Now, when you get individuals into the support center, because uh, I'm imagining, I try to imagine myself um, in these types of situations. I walk in there, I know nothing about taxes. I know nothing about the hub or the sports center's programs. I sit with you. It is best to be as honest, candid, and open about my situation as possible, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, while we're set up to help people, you know, all generations, we're really focused on those people who are 60 and older and their family members. Um, They tell us their situation, and we... We work hard to make sure that we can meet the needs either with the programs that the hub already has. You know, we have numerous programs uh, between transportation, getting people from the, their house to the doctor or to the shopping center. Um, we have the, the in-home services, getting help to come in. I know I was here with Beth a, a couple months ago, uh, getting those CNAs into the home to help with showering or dressing. A uh, little bit of go ahead and tip your microphone house. up just a little bit for me. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and then just um, uh, the getting some light housekeeping in, just to, so people can stay at home. The longer people can, people want to stay at home. They they don't want to necessarily move out of their house. Uh, they they're willing to move in with family. If they do move in with family, we have the family caregiver services that we can. Uh, help them with, um, support them with speakers, with information and assistance, some resources. There, there's so many things that we can do at the hub for, for people. Of course, we have the home-delivered meals for people who can't leave their home or um, for some reason maybe they just had surgery and so they need some time to recover at home, can't really prepare good nutritious food, and we have a nutritionist on staff who's willing to uh, guide um, the chef and get those they're they're really yummy food we all have gained a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I bet the holidays are great down there, oh right? yeah and I think I it's really interesting that you touched on that that is something that I haven't discussed with home delivered meals or the hub as of yet um, we talk about home delivered meals quite a bit because it is one of the biggest most successful programs that yes. you have in operation mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be permanent 
I, I can call right. down there. And, and as you said, maybe I've gone through a surgery mm-hmm. and I just can't prepare my meals for my recovery time. I can That's still right. keep my independence. Right. Call you guys and just say, hey, would you bring me a lunch or a dinner now and then? Right. Uh, that way I've, I've got that ground covered and I can focus on recovery. Right. I think that's yeah. excellent. Yeah, and it really does help out the family members too because then they don't have to, um, you know, worry about it. Is, is mom or dad during their recovery time or myself during my recovery time, am I getting good nutritional meals? Mm-hmm. You know, not packed with, you know, processed foods, high sodium, all those things that might complicate your recovery. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah this is good food coming yeah. from a caring kitchen. Right. And, oh, and, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and that way we know we are getting what we need to yep. help that recovery. And it doesn't have to be permanent. So, folks, that's one thing I haven't touched on, and that's my fault in the past. This doesn't have to be permanent. You can call down there and get these meals delivered to you for a short period of time if you need it. Just make sure that you give the hub a call. Now, uh, uh, Mrs. Dill, why did you begin working with AARP? What, were you involved more in like accounting and taxes and things like that, and then you got involved, or did this lead you down that route? Well, when I was working in Billings, I uh, wanted to take some extra classes at the college, so I took a a tax program at the college, just sort of to fill my spare time, and I took a, a four hundred one. Class. I didn't go to college, so I didn't really know what that meant. Well, it was a senior tax class that I signed up for. <laughs> Not knowing? <laughs> <Yeah. Not> knowing. <laughs> and so, so it ended up taking about six hours a week to do the homework on that class. Wow. But I ended up getting an A in it. And so I was kind of, and I kind of liked it, which is odd. What I, my work had nothing to do with that kind of stuff. And so it was a, just a little um, hobby there for a while. And so I helped with the VITA program for a year in Billings. And that was probably in, oh, the late 1990s. What is that? What is the VITA? VITA is much like the at tax aid program, but it's designed more for younger people. They, they usually are run out of the college or libraries in towns. And it's, we're pretty well partners with VITA, the same people that assist us from the IRS also do the VITA program. So they kind of are hand in hand with the, um, but anyhow, so I did that for a year. And then when I retired, I thought I need something to do. So I uh, started doing driver safety for AARP. I was a highway patrolman retired. So I thought that would be kind of a good thing. Well, so I got into the driver safety program and then they were talking about tax aid. So that's how I got involved in tax aid. That's amazing for a highway patrolman to be a, doing a, taxes. To taxes. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of highway patrolmen who are yeah. shaking their head right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't re- doesn't really go together, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so. I think it's pretty fascinating. That it's amazing the directions life can take. Yeah, us isn't in. it? And yeah, it's, it's you know taxes aren't generally something that someone does, does as a for hobby. fun. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, like you know what? I think I really like doing this. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing how, how you got from there Isn't that fun? to here. Yeah. What a great story. Uh, so as as the coordinator for AARP Tax Aid Program, what are your duties involved? Well, I'm the district coordinator. I was the state coordinator for, for 
a little bit of time, and that was way more than I wanted to do. But uh, as a district coordinator, it's my uh, function to make sure we have all of the resources, we have the volunteers, we have the location to do the taxes. And my area includes Buffalo and uh, Gillette, but Gillette's a VITA site, so I don't have to do Gillette. But uh, so we have, um, we have um, Buffalo and Sheridan, and we have four, five new volunteers this year. So that always makes it a little bit more you know, intensive to get those people trained up and stuff uh, when you have new people. Most of our um, uh, people have been doing it for a number of years, and uh, four, four, I think, is a minimum, uh, not counting the new people. So they are pretty well know what they're doing already. And most of the training is online now. Ever since COVID, uh, they kind of changed it, and it's all over the computer now mostly. Remote and, as yeah. much as we can. Yeah, so everything's sort of uh, what makes it easier for me, I guess, because uh, it just here's what you do and give them a computer, and, and then they do it. Um, but then uh, closer on when it gets time for actual taxes, and I'm also one of the preparers, and so we do it um, – it makes the winters go flying by from February to April 15th goes really, really fast. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you, you don't have enough time and right. you're already running out. And, and then during the year, during the tax season, my responsibility, too, is to get the numbers in the computers, you know, on the returns we've done and the paperwork we've done and things like that. And if there's any incidents, we have to handle it through the hub and the AERP. And uh, so that's sort of what the district coordinator does. Wow. You've got your hands full for a certain portion of the year, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, it's pretty busy. Yeah, absolutely. Tax season busy for a lot of individuals, but mm-hmm. uh, having to coordinate those yeah. individuals, I'm sure it's quite a handful. Yeah. We're going to learn more about this, the AARP Tax Aid Program, right after this. Stick with us. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust presents the return of Dining for a Cause at Smith Alley Brewing on Monday, January 22nd from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our goal is to support local restaurants and nonprofits. On January 22nd, help us support the incredible work of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. First Federal will match the restaurant's proceeds from that day up to $10,000. Dining for a Cause, Monday, January 22nd at Smith Alley Brewing, with proceeds benefiting Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. Dining for a Cause, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. Winter and all of its uncertainty is here, and that means it's time to prepare for what's ahead. Have your shovels, snowblowers, and windshield scrapers ready as you never know when the next Wyoming storm will hit. This is Colton Bates with the best real estate team, and like our weather, the real estate market is always changing, so why not be prepared for its seasons as well? Now is the time to build your team of pros, your checklist of wants and needs, and more, so you can be ready for anything that comes your way. As a potential buyer or seller, let us at best help you prepare for both the storms and the sunshine. For help in every season, call me Colton at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net today. Probably brokered by 
From our family to yours, thank you for supporting our small business in 2023. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT Kraft from EBA Hearing and Sound. And we want to wish you a very happy new year. Our hope for you and your family is that 2024 is full of laughter and a renewed connection to those who mean the most to you. With the addition of our new doctor of audiology, Addison Dempsey, we look forward to helping you with the most comprehensive hearing care. Hi, I'm Dr. Addison Dempsey, and I'm so happy to be back home and working at EBA Hearing and Sound. I was born and raised here in Sheridan, and my husband and I are so excited to have the opportunity to raise our little girl in such an amazing community. I am able to evaluate your hearing, program hearing aids from a variety of manufacturers, and as a doctor of audiology, I am able to officially evaluate and diagnose auditory processing disorder for all ages. I also have special training from the American Institute of Balance for vestibular assessments. Help us welcome Addison back home and to the EBA Hearing family. EBA Hearing and Sound, 1273 Coffee and Avenue, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Get a running start to the new year. Check out the Sheridan Recreation District's Resolution 5K Run. The fun begins January 6th at the Rec District office with the race starting at 10. You can pre-register now through January 5th for $10 or on race day at 9.30 for 15. Plus, there'll be raffle for prizes from Pure Energy Fitness following the race. Make this year count, and what better way than with a Resolution 5K? Register now at SheridanRecreation.com. Stop by the office or call 674-6421. morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Wedding. We're having some pretty good laughs in here this morning. I'm joined by Hub on Smith Support Center Manager Helena McRae and District Coordinator for the AARP Tax Aid Program, Janet Nyes-Dill. We're discussing the AARP Tax Aid Program and who and how you can take advantage of this major time saver. Taxes can get messy and you don't want to miss anything. The AARP Tax Aid Program can help. Now, Janet, how long has this program been in operation, to your knowledge? The AARP, uh, it's 50-plus years. Uh, they had a 50 anniversary a few years ago. I don't remember exactly how long ago. But, yeah, it's been a long time. And once again, how long have you been involved with the Tax Aid Program itself? Uh, since '04 when I and for those out there who may not have caught the first half, you did this because you genuinely enjoy doing this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, I do. And it, it, as I've retired, I, I need something for my brain to do also. You know, you get kind of lazy in that department. And it really helps that, too. You know, you have to think and you have to do numbers. And I don't know about everyone else, but the older I've gotten, the number part is getting a little bit more hard for me yeah. <laughs> so so I have to concentrate a little more than I used to to do all those numbers but um, yeah it's a it's a very good um, thing for volunteers to do all of our volunteers just really enjoy it and, the, and like I mentioned earlier the some the winter just goes flying by doing this too so we're very fortunate to have volunteers that really enjoy what they're doing as well and I think Two of them have a tax background. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely not mandatory by any stretch. Well, yeah. and you have a really great team. Yeah. They really like working together. They're, they, you can just tell it's a great vibe. Good, cohesive group. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're absolutely. very fortunate, yeah. And for those out there who, who've been on the team that didn't click, 
they know exactly how disruptive it could be if everyone didn't get along together and kind of come True. together. Now, when it comes to like the hobby aspect of it, I, I, I really interested by that because I've known a couple mathematicians in my time and they've gone on and do various jobs, but it's about the puzzle. You like solving puzzles, Janet? Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. And so is that kind of how you approach it? Perhaps, yeah. It's a big puzzle that I need to solve. Yeah. Well, not so much. With the program that we have, that it's called Tax Slayer. And if you put the numbers in the right box, you don't really have to do much. The computer does it all. As far If I were to do somebody's return by hand, I wouldn't want me to do it. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> but the computer knows and figures all of that out. So I guess it's not really putting a puzzle together, just putting things in the right spot, which is sort of like a puzzle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. information input almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I know there's, and I don't want to downplay them uh, or, or bash on them, but uh, there's a lot of self-service tax programs mm -hmm. out there online and, and things like that. And uh, uh, my first wife, she's been able to do that since she was, forever since mm -hmm. we were really young she hated paying people to do our taxes mm -hmm. and so she's always been able to kind of do that i'm always so worried that i'm going to miss something that i'm not going to see said that i just don't understand it i don't even approach those self-service things just they in a way i'm pretty apprehensive they intimidate the heck out of me because boy i don't want to miss something you know right well anytime you get a letter from the irs your heart just goes yeah, flying, <laughs> flying out the door what do I for do sure. Yeah. But but you know it's um, the programs are pretty well designed. The self tax programs are pretty well designed where you cannot make errors if you if you follow the instructions. Now, if I had a um, more than two pieces of paper, I probably wouldn't think about doing my own. Yeah. But if you only have a W-2 from working or something, it's pretty simple to do them. But uh, but we are free, on the other hand. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, so why not take advantage yeah, of this opportunity? Exactly. And get around a bunch of individuals who know what's going on. Yes. And then the danger of self, too, like we... Uh, Nothing really special this year, but in the past we had that phone credit where you got four hundred dollars if you if you filed your taxes by having a phone. I don't know, I don't remember exactly what all that was about, but that, so there's always these little things that are there that if you're doing it yourself, you may not, or even the earned income credit, if you are not uh, savvy with the information, you may not put in for that, and yeah. and that could be. Quite a lot of money so that's yeah, yeah that's another thing right there mm -hmm. knowing the code right i'm able to sit back and go hey did you know that mm -hmm. you're eligible for this mm -hmm. hey did you know that by driving to work you're mm -hmm. eligible for that i mean there's all kinds of these little things yeah that, that... one of the first years when i was doing this at the hub one of the employees at the hub and she said well i don't even think i have to file and i said well you know the you could get some money back f by filing for the all of these certain things and she got a nice little refund so she was delighted that she because <laughs> yeah. she 
her income didn't even make her, uh, you know, required to file. But because she did, she got earned income credit. So she was very happy. Oh, <laughs> so, there you yeah. go. Otherwise, she wouldn't have filed. Right. And she wouldn't have known that she was eligible right. for all that stuff. So so that's really something you got to keep uh, keep your, your eyes on, folks. The, you go get some help from individuals who know how to negotiate through this quagmire that we call the tax code. Now, on that... Let's talk about eligibility. Who is eligible to take part in this tax aid program? Well, this program is designed for a 50 and over and low income people. But we have really no restrictions. If somebody is well able to afford to have somebody do their taxes or well able to do their own, we would just as prefer that they didn't come to us. Working on an honor system here. Exactly. Yeah. But we really will take any. Now, we do have scope in our program. That means there are some things we cannot do, and not a lot, but there's a few things that we cannot do the return. But um, other than that, we will do about anybody that calls. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So even though uh, we may see, hey, 50 and over, hey, low income, if you just don't know what you're doing, you can't afford to go to one of these tax services, head on down to yes. AR, head on down to the hub and yes. take part in this program. Yes, definitely. Now, uh, switching over to you. I was just going to mention just really quickly, I was looking at the numbers for last year. There were about 50 people who had already prepared their taxes, but they had just come to you guys to have them, checked. have them checked it out. That's yeah. Brilliant. So I love that service. I that is brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Even yeah. if you're doing them yourself, even if you like that independence, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But boy, it sure helps to have somebody double check your work, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially professional. Who knows what the heck they're doing? And Floyd, while I think about it, um, there are a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot, but I know there's some people that don't bother filing taxes. And, and most of those people will, if they filed, will get money back. Mm-hmm. And, but you got to think about when you're older as well. And all of that money uh, has something to do with how much Social Security you're going to get when you retire. Really? If you do not pay in or ever file, it really will decrease your later um, monetary from Social Security. So you got to think the long term. And people, uh, I don't know why they're not filing, but a lot of people aren't, younger people. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, My my theory, I'm not getting a return big enough to make it worth the effort. Yeah, but even 50 bucks, you know, would would help. But if you don't file, it doesn't go towards your Social Security earnings, and you get zero for that. I think Mm. a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I think that right there should be enough motivation to go ahead and go and file some taxes. Right. Because I'll admit, there's been years of my life. Yeah. Why bother? I didn't earn enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't mind paying in uh, because I'm not going to get that money back but i don't mind paying my fair share i understand i'm trying to fund schools and my daughter went to certain schools so yeah Uh i'm I'm more than happy to do that i can get by uh so i kind of skip it because it's not going to be worth the bother yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i can't schedule time to sit down because like i said i don't know anything about taxes Mm -hmm. so uh, i even have some friends over there at the irs and uh it's just yeah i think i'll be all right but now Holy cow, I'm affecting the Your Social future. Security that I may have to retire on in the future. That is something to keep in mind. 
And if you're younger out there, thinking in the same realm that I have thought through the years, now's the year. I think now's the year to go ahead and be like, you know what, I'm going to jump back on that train, go down to the AA, or head over to the hub, get together with AARP tax aid program, and they'll be able to help me out, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fantastic. All right. So if I were to sit back and say, gosh, you know, maybe I do earn too much and I don't want to take advantage of this just because what's my cutoff for low income, moderate income? We don't have an income cutoff. I guess I just ask people if they, if they can afford to not use us. I guess I would prefer that because we're pretty busy. We, yeah, we did about 420 returns last year and, uh, that's close to, we could maybe do 500, you know, in the same time wow. that we have right now. So that's, we could do a few a lot. more. Yeah. So that's a lot of returns that we've done. And, uh, but, uh, really it, it is designed for lower income and older folks. Helene, what's it look like during this time of year down there? Just packed? It's, it's pretty busy. We have figured out a, a real nice, um, streamlined process. People call the hub, leave their number. We have a scheduler that We'll call them back and we'll schedule a time for them on a Tuesday or a Thursday. And in about 30-minute increments, uh, about... 45. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people on Janet's team that she can take a, a pretty good number of people. I mean, the day's packed. There are yeah. no empty spaces. And last year, um, there were, like she said, 420-odd people that came through and... About 130 of those were rescheduled for some reason. So it's, it's even if there's an opening, somebody's looking for that spot to fill, and, and the scheduler will call them and fill that spot. So yeah. it's, it's pretty busy back there. So that's something else that, uh, that I, I want to bring up. If you, if you schedule an appearance and all of a sudden something happens and you can't make it, Please call and cancel that appearance so we know we're not waiting on you down there because we can get somebody else in. There's probably someone sitting in the lobby yep. waiting to take that mm-hmm. slot. We so, do have walk-ins. Yeah. yeah. So if you can, please call if you have to miss that appointment. Now, on the volunteers that are actually doing this, how how big is your team? We have, uh, this year we will have seven preparers, and then we have three uh client facilitators that come in and they're they're our lifeblood of the program they when the people come in after they've registered and got their appointment they come in and then the client facilitators greet them have them fill out all the paperwork if it isn't already completed we have started a few years ago where they stop in at the hub beforehand and pick up the paperwork takes about 15 minutes probably yeah. to properly fill up everything out. It is taxes. Yeah, yeah it, is ta- <laughs> it is taxing. And so they fill out the paperwork. And so if the paperwork's filled out, it doesn't take quite as long to do it with the greeter. But they uh, also get a hold of all of their paperwork that they need. And I see we'll talk about what that is here shortly. And uh, so they'll go through all the paperwork. And so once they have all of that done, then they give the, that to the preparer and everything's already pretty well done and the preparer just puts it in the computer then so it makes it really really easy to have all that uh, prior paperwork completed beforehand now when it comes to the kinds of certifications that they have to have to perform these services what do those look like 
Well, we have, uh, for the client facilitators, they have to take two training segments on the AARP portal, it's called, and and then they have to um, uh, be able to read well and write well because they help the people fill out the materials. And then for We don't the, want something coming back on bad penmanship, right? right? exactly. <laughs> and then the uh, preparers, they take... Uh, um, they have to do four uh, pr- practice tax prepared. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, which yeah. is kind of kind of cumbersome, and then then uh, th- they're always way harder than anything we really do in real life. Generally, oh, so, test that yeah, knowledge. yeah. So we do those, and then we have two other tests that we have to take that the IRS has, and so once those are completed. And then they are become certified once they fill out the form and say they've done everything. And then also my job for Wyoming is um, I kind of oversee the computer program and the portal for AARP. So I have to make sure that all those people are actually certified that say they're certified and double check on the computer, which is sometimes a little problematic because my in say they didn't do it and their in says they did do it. But anyhow... Computers. Um, <laughs> they've made the world so convenient. You know. uh, so, um, so that's sort of the certification process. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's one of those situations uh, where you look at the certifications and the work that these individuals have had to do to get where they're at, and boy, you really got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the time they've done all the practice um, practice things and taken the tests they could do a return of probably anybody's because yeah. it, it covers a lot of things. Now, I did mention uh, scope and things that are out of scope, and I'll just mention a few of those, and these are the ones we cannot do. We can't do farm and ranch. We can't do depreciation. If you have royalties, we can't take off um, your taxes and expenses for those royalties. So if you have a lot of royalties, you probably wouldn't want to use us. Uh, and you, we cannot do... Um, really high self-employment it changes every year it's usually fifty thousand dollars from self-employment if it's more than that we can't do that may not be a hundred percent accurate but uh so there are some things we cannot do the returns for but uh, other than those things we usually can and that sounds like quite a, a wide net that yes. you actually have mm-hmm. out there yes uh not a big list of things that you guys can accomplish that's the tax code change every single year, or is this something that only changes periodically? It does not change every year. Uh, it changes often, however. Yeah, so you would want to be up on it for sure. If you th- if you thought you could do your ta- own taxes five years ago, it's changed a lot in five years. Mm-hmm. But has it changed since last year? Um, nothing comes into my mind that is going to be much different from last year. A lot of individuals living out there right now, they've had the same land in the family forever. We had a big increase in that last year yeah. uh, that affected pretty much everyone. If you mm-hmm. owned a one-by-one one square, boy, you, you were still paying more. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of folks are on a retirement plan, and that affects yes. big, big yes. things. How How can these tax code changes affect a retirement plan? Well, that's sort of a broad question, and everyone has an individual problem and individual income, so I can't really say that. 
but the I know the property tax uh, increase has affected a lot of people and not not well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it 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 is a problem, and we do have a lot of our people that come in for taxes on a fixed income, and sometimes it's uh, largely Social Security. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, them come, trying to come up with thirty plus percent more uh, is very very difficult. Oh. So make sure, just uh, take your information. We're going to talk about that next, what information you need, when and where this is going to happen. Take it down there. Go to the hub. Get on the schedule. Sit down with these folks. And uh, you have to kind of do this a one-on-one so you know how taxes are going to affect your specific retirement plan. We're going to be right back. More on this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Federal Bank and Trust presents the return of Dining for a Cause at Smith Alley Brewing on Monday, January 22nd from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our goal is to support local restaurants and nonprofits. On January 22nd, help us support the incredible work of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. First Federal will match the restaurant's proceeds from that day up to $10,000. Dining for a Cause, Monday, January 22nd at Smith Alley Brewing with proceeds benefiting Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. Dining for a Cause presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. This is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and did you know that your carpet serves as the number two air filtration device in your home or office, and it's a great thing. Allergens are filtered and trapped in the fiber of your carpet, and over time, they can build up and significantly reduce your carpet's ability to filter them out of the air. The easiest way to help keep the air in your home clean this winter is to call Captain Clean today and schedule a winter carpet cleaning. 672-0726. Captain Clean. Affordable choices for healthy living. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. Download the McDonald's app, join My McDonald's Rewards to get your free large fries with a $1 minimum purchase. Plus, when you join My McDonald's Rewards, you start earning points on every eligible order. Points you can put towards more free food. Just order, relax, and enjoy. Go to the Google Play or Apple App Store, download the McDonald's mobile app, and start saving. Download it now. Once again, the Wyoke Theater's Classic Western Film Festival takes you back to the days of white hat good, black hat bad. Every Sunday in January, the Wyo will feature an iconic Western film introduced by a local luminary. This Sunday afternoon, renowned horseman Buck Branneman introduces Tom Horn, starring Steve McQueen in this Wyoming-based historical treatment of Western injustice. Tom Horn calls himself a rural detective. Eventually, the cattle barons of Wyoming realize that although Horn is doing exactly what they hired him to do, his tactics will ultimately tarnish their new civilized image, and they begin to plot Tom Horn's demise. Join us this Sunday, 2 p.m. at the Wyo Theater for a classic Western matinee on the big screen. Sponsored by Jeff Ware and Carmel Timmons, Tracy and Elizabeth Swanson, the Isley Family Foundation, Kathy McNichol, Christine Gimp Love Foundation, True Built Builders, Stephanie's Purpose, Gene and Vicki Sterling, Jim and Angie Navarro, and O.W. Land and Cattle Company. Fox Sports Radio is back in Sheridan all day long, every single day. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation every single day on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. The best sporting lineup in the nation all day, every day. 
24-7. Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM and online at SheridanMedia.com. We are Fox family life oh yeah good morning and welcome back to public pulse proudly brought to you by our friends out there at first federal bank and trust i'm floyd whiting joining us for the second part of the show we're going to continue with the hub on smith and the manager of the support center helene mccray and director or excuse me district coordinator for the aarp tax aid program Janet Nyes-Dill. Now, we're discussing the AARP tax aid program and who and how you can take advantage of this major time saver. Now, as we look at things that can affect our taxes, we've talked about how uh, it can affect a retirement plan. Just so you know, each retirement plan is so different Janet has suggested that you just go down there with everything that you need, and we're going to discuss that in a moment. Get on the schedule at the Hub. Sit down with AARP Tax Aid Program volunteers and figure out how these taxes are going to affect your retirement program. How can other major life events and maybe even major purchases affect our taxes, Janet? If, if I've purchased cars this year or maybe even some property well i'm glad you brought that up because sometimes people uh, cash out an ira and they don't really think too much about that but a cashing out a large ira uh becomes taxable generally uh, a lot of that money becomes taxable and they think uh they don't really realize that and yeah. so they're taking twenty five thousand dollars out of their IRA to buy a car. Or now it's probably more like fifty. Right. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but so you take that money out. Well, and they take and they keep the ten percent. Well, the ten percent doesn't generally cover it. So they're going to have to come up with another, you know, probably six percent tax that they're going to pay on that. And that's a big surprise if you don't think about it ahead of time. So you got to think think about cashing in IRAs. And or capital gains, if you sell your house for over five hundred thousand dollars profit, you know, on a couple, all, that becomes capital gains as well. So, and the, that's easy to do now. You know, it used to be very unlikely you'd get five hundred thousand dollars for a house, but now oh, they're seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars. So, so I think that's going to probably have to be changed in the legislature. I would guess, but um, not yet. So those kind of things can very much affect your your taxes and that you know there's life happens you know and maybe someone is taking advantage of the housing market this year and they're like wow there it is there's my 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 retirement right there i'll just sell the house since uh, since it's a seller's market right now mm-hmm. but i didn't yeah. realize how could bad be capital gains yeah. it's gonna hit me yeah in the side when i'm not when i'm not looking and that roth ira i'm glad you brought that up because that's something that a lot of people have had to do with the increases in 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 prices and and am I going to be able to get by all right? Maybe they've had to dip into that IRA. Yeah, well, the Roth IRA is a good deal. The Roth IRA is not taxable. The gains on the gains on it. A regular IRA is, however. So so there's a difference in that too. And you can tell on your uh, 1099 form if it's a different code on your 1099 in box seven. If it's anything other than a seven. 
it's probably uh, different tax consequences. And you'd just have to bring it in and we'd have to look at it to tell you that. But, uh, but yeah, it's a, there's a lot of things that can affect your taxes that at the time you don't really think about. Or even uh, like your sales tax on buying a car, you think, okay, I'm going to buy a car. Well, that's great, but then you go in and put plates on the car and you have all that sales oh. tax. So you got to think about that, too. There's all these little expenses that are behind the scenes that kind of can take your breath away. Like a pie in the face, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, some of those things can really surprise you. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, I'm running out of time. So let's let's hit the, the hard points here. What do I need to bring with me when I walk down there? Well, uh, Bob... Um, Gerkvich is our, our, one of our client facilitators, and he's the local co- coordinator for the program, too. And he's been great with the hub, and he has made up a list, and they have it at, at the hub. And so if you go in there and get the paperwork that you have to complete, that list is in there, and it covers everything you could possibly need. And uh, But basically anything that has anything to do with taxes, your W-2 form, your 1099, uh, your, uh, if you have um, uh, a the health care, the government health care, left my mind what it's called. Um, uh, you need to have, bring that form. And so all of these forms are listed on that. And uh, it's well written out and just get it from the hub. Easy to understand. I can take this list and I can just check off yes. those boxes. Okay, I've got this. I've got that. Right. I make myself a nice little folder and I take it down to you guys. Right. And uh, from there, we can sit down and get this done. Now. When does this begin, Elaine? So people can start calling right now um, to make an appointment. The schedule will uh, make an appointment with them. We're thinking the end of January. We don't want to wait too far into February. And first appointments will be on the 5th. I believe the 5th. Yeah. Yeah. First Mm -hmm. Tuesday of February. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Starting right in the morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, we open at 8. So I think we're starting at 8.30, and then, oh, no. 9.30. 9.30, that's right. And then uh, we're in the room at 10.30. Yeah. But uh, also, the scheduler will be calling from the hub phone number or a hub phone number. That's correct. So we really uh, encourage everyone, if you get a phone number, a phone call from that number, because now a lot of scam calls come oh, in and people don't time. answer yeah. their phones. Yeah. So please answer the phone yes. if it's a hub number. And what number do they call to make the appointment? That's 672-2240. All right. Ladies, I want to thank you so much for coming in and speaking with me this morning. It has been an absolute pleasure to sit here with you. Uh, is if. Janet, just real quick, I only got about one minute left. Is there anything else you can think of that you would like folks to know before they head on down? My name is pronounced Nice, not Nice. Nice. Ah, excuse me. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, no, I think we covered about everything they need to know, Floyd, so appreciate the time. Oh, thank you, ladies. This is something that is super important, and uh, I'm really glad that uh, we've got a program and a place that we can depend on when uh, this this time of year comes around. All right. Thank you so much. You. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan, happy new year. Thank you, Floyd. That went great.
Federal Bank and Trust presents the return of Dining for a Cause at Smith Alley Brewing on Monday, January 22nd from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Our goal is to support local restaurants and nonprofits. On January 22nd, help us support the incredible work of the Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. First Federal will match the restaurant's proceeds from that day up to $10,000. Dining for a Cause, Monday, January 22nd at Smith Alley Brewing with proceeds benefiting Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange. Dining for a Cause presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. As we begin the new year, each of us at Shared Memorial Hospital extends this message of gratitude. We know providing health care is sometimes complex, but caring for each of you and your loved ones is why we are here. Thank you for allowing us to serve you. This is Ada Curvin from the Hospital Foundation letting you know we truly appreciate your efforts to stay healthy and safe. Your health care team at Shared Memorial Hospital is here to help you navigate and receive the care you need when you need it most. Our sincere wishes for a happy, healthy new year. This public service announcement sponsored by Pilch Engineering, providing environmental engineering services to Wyoming. The Sheridan Civic Theater Guild will have auditions for its upcoming production of Waiting for Godot at the Carriage House Theater at 419 Delphi. Auditions will be held January 8th and 9th at 6 p.m. Performances will run March 7th through 10th and March 14th through 17th. See the Civic Theater Guild's Facebook page for more details. Once again, the Wyo Theater's Classic Western Film Festival takes you back to the days of white hat good, black hat bad. Every Sunday in January, the Wyo will feature an iconic Western film introduced by a local luminary. This Sunday afternoon, renowned horseman Buck Brannaman introduces Tom Horn, starring Steve McQueen in this Wyoming-based historical treatment of Western injustice. Tom Horn calls himself a rural detective. Eventually, the cattle barons of Wyoming realize that although Horn is doing exactly what they hired him to do, his tactics will ultimately tarnish their new civilized image, and they begin to plot Tom Horn's demise. Join us this Sunday, 2 p.m. at the Wyo Theater for a classic Western matinee on the big screen. Sponsored by Jeff Ware and Carmel Timmons, Tracy and Elizabeth Swanson, the Isley Family Foundation, Kathy McNichol, Christine Gimp Love Foundation, True Built Builders, Stephanie's Purpose, Gene and Vicki Sterling, Jim and Angie Navarro, and O.W. Land and Cattle Company. Ladies, you know that one thing you've been dying to try but don't know how to get started? Well, I'm here to help. This is Candace Crane, General Manager at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, I Want to Do That, Women Helping Women Explore the Outdoors. This episode, I'm talking to a fellow Wyomingite who loves the snow just as much as I do. Tana shares her transition from skiing to snowmobiling and tips on how you can get started exploring the backcountry. I Want to Do That is sponsored by Ski-Doo and will be available wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me on Fox Across America, weekdays at 10 a.m. on AM 930 and 103.9 FM, KR.